0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: You know anything, uh, Lucky, about the African spiny mouse? Uh, no. Well, you're going to learn something. It's the only mammal that can lose up to 60% of its skin and grow it all back. Oh. Their skin is so brittle and can easily tear to help them escape their predators.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: I'd like to have that kind of skin. They're amazing. You know, just a little fact like that. Like, how did that come to be? How did this spiny mouse, the African spiny mouse, how did its DNA and its uh, genetics get to the point where it figured out how to have brittle skin to get away from its enemies? Right, yeah. Pretty impressive.
0: It didn't figure out how, I don't know, not to be a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's better than a mouse with brittle skin? Not being a mouse in a, in a
1: land full of snakes. Yeah, true. Isaac Newton believed the world would end in 2060, not based on his scientific studies or findings, but based on his extreme religious beliefs he developed later in life. Okay. Okay? Still not not there yet, but the way we're going. Clock is ticking. He might be right. There's a place called Inaccessible Island in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And because of weather, and pa- weather patterns, it's only possible to get there one week a year. Oh. I got a condo there. <laughs> a little getaway place. That's <laughs> where we're going next week. No
0: <laughs> know a lot of wives who have an inaccessible island. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're on the same date. Yeah. <laughs> and when the clouds come in, you're not getting to that island either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you picked the wrong time. Gotcha.
1: The world's first cyber attack happened in 1988 when a student at Cornell University wrote a program to detect how many computers were connected to the Internet. Now, remember, this was back in 1988. And he wound up clogging up the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just on my way to download a Cindy Margulies uh, photo. <laughs> That's right. Based on the way our bodies are built, we should faint every time we stand up. And scientists are just now figuring out why we don't. They believe it has to do with some special neurons that keep it from happening. Wow.
0: Yeah. Imagine that. Every time you stand up and just pass out. There you go slow. There yeah. go very slow. You
1: know? now, maybe that's also sometimes it happens to you when you get up too quickly and you get dizzy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that that's part of that. Uh, cats outnumber humans in Cyprus. There are 1.5 million cats on Cyprus. An island about 10% the size of Ireland. Wow. Yeah. Uh, The most expensive restaurant in the world is called Sublimotion. And it's in the Hard Rock Hotel in Spain. The average price is about
0: $2,000 per person. Is that the one that's like under the water? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. How much was how much was that? Two thousand dollars a person. The average. The average. Yeah. Holy cow! Let's have an appetizer. Let's <laughs> have. We'll share. We'll, <laughs> play. we'll play. get some bread and get out of here. You imagine <laughs> what happens when you get you see the menu? Yeah. <laughs> you get in there, sit down, they show you the menu. You're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. No, let's What's go. What's the this. conversion on this?
1: <laughs> let's just go to the mall and eat in the food court. Right. Jim Carrey got paid one hundred and forty times more. Then Jeff Daniels for Dumb and Dumber. Carey got $7 million. Daniels got fifty grand. Oh, come on. Yeah, supposedly. now. And Jeff Daniels has talked about that. You know, it was such a crapshoot for him to get that role. Because he was such a serious actor. Not seen as someone who could ever walk in, in Jim Carrey's or be in a scene with but Jim
0: Carrey. How, how did they get that? I mean, I understand that was the height of Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. But... When you're co-starring, and that movie is not the same without him. Oh, no. Right? No. Oh, he's amazing, I'm <laughs> sure. You, I mean, just Dumber wouldn't have been <laughs> nearly as good. Well, and,
1: and when, they, when they did the sequel years later, I'm sure that uh, Jeff Daniels got paid large for wow, that. Well, and you
0: can see why. He was probably knocking on Jim's door saying, hey, we've got to do number two here. I need <laughs> a little bit of, a, of yeah. an equal so so you must feel like Jeff Daniels every day.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> I have said this many times that I have a, a hope, a wish, a desire that uh, by the time I reach a certain age, and there's more and more possibility of me uh shedding this immortal coil, that science will have figured out the cure to everything. <laughs> and I'll just be here forever. And we head more and more down that road, um, scientists in uh, England, have uh, figured out how to uh, transfuse artificial blood. So this could help people with rare blood types and help treat blood disorders. So artificial blood is being invented. Right. I'll take some. I'll take a pint. Yeah. (laughs) And at the same time... Can you make it taste like beer? (laughs) Like Big Mac sauce. that's right. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Um, And scientists also have uh, figured out how to stimulate the um nerves in the spinal cord to help spinal cord injuries and people walk again wow they've they already know delivering shock to the spine can help people regain some function mm-hmm. now they know more about how it works and this could lead to uh, further breakthroughs so they're getting to the point where they might be able to help people walk again who have suffered spinal cord injuries now you have to be active Yes. have a spinal cord injury. So I don't think I'm going to have to deal with that. Right. <laughs> but I think I'm going to need the artificial blood. <laughs> That's a given. <laughs> well, Shake and Bake might just be bake now. Uh, Heinz, uh, Kraft Heinz, the company who owns Shake and Bake, announced yesterday that for the first time in the product's history, Shake and Bake will no longer include the plastic shaker bag.
0: Okay. Since 1965, this product has been around. Yeah, yeah well you put your the the, the the stuff in the bag or it comes in the bag, right? Well, you get you get the. Well, oh, uh, in uh, the pouch, you the, put it into the plastic bag, and then you shake your chicken into it. Yeah, or whatever meat you want to
1: want a coat. Now, it was for uh, a while uh, like a fun thing uh, a kid would get involved in in the kitchen with his mother or father yeah. when they were getting dinner ready. As a they, kid? You get to shake the bag. Well, there'll be no more shaking of the bag. Uh, they say that they want to. Uh, prioritize sustainability and they would save about 900,000 pounds of plastic waste each year just from getting rid of those bags so that popular a lot of people love to shake and bake yeah you know it's funny I didn't uh, I had it a lot as a kid I remember my mom using it and then I had totally forgotten about it and not that long ago uh, I stumbled upon it in the grocery store and was shocked to even still see it existed Not only did they have the original chicken, but they had like four or five different uh, varieties of flavors. Right. And I guess there's a lot more. Supposedly, they've got about uh, 11 different brands, different options from original chicken and extra crispy to crispy buffalo and uh, crunchy pretzel. Mm. So I got to get to all of them. But uh, now they want you to just... uh, Take the uh, the powder, I guess, and mix it with your chicken in some kind of uh, container in your own home. Do it yourself or, or roll
0: it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I get it. All good. Um, I'm surprised somewhat um, or, or just think that, man, what, what they could do if they partnered with KFC. Right? Like if, if you could get a KFC shake and bake. Mm. Like get the herbs and spices. You don't have to know which they are. But the you can just coat whatever you want to have in that KFC shake and bake. Now, I mean, Swiss Chalet does it, where you can buy their marinade, you can mm-hmm. buy their dipping sauces, and you can make it at home yourself. Um, I can understand KFC. The, the franchisees probably wouldn't love the idea because those who would rather bake their chicken than have a deep fried mm-hmm. um, might want to do that to get the same flavor.
1: You know, I... I think the KFC has probably been very smart in keeping their 11 herbs and spices secret. Because if you look at all of the different chains who have tried to sell their product in the grocery store, Lix did it with their gook sauce. Yeah. There's B- been the McDonald's. They did it. Yeah, the B- they yeah. did it. And, and as you mentioned, Swiss Chalet, uh, St. Hubert, when they were in Ontario, yeah. their their product is still available in the grocery stores. And I don't think any of them sell very well because... It never
0: really quite tastes the same. No, well, it's not deep fried in the vats of...
1: Right, but I mean, even, okay, even like the Swiss Chalet sauce, I've bought it, I've I've made it at home. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's got something to do with the experience as well. True. You know, getting that takeout Swiss Chalet and getting it home or, or getting McDonald's and their secret sauce on their Big Mac... Or when Licks was around, all of these places, there was something to being at their restaurant and just buying it and having, uh, you know, you can. The, I mean, the Big Mac sauce, I don't even know if they sell it. They were there for a while. I haven't yeah, seen I don't it. I think so. I think it might be gone. Yeah, I think you're right. It
0: did so poorly.
1: Yeah, I just think we just love that experience. Right. You know, more well, than I the fact else.
0: that it's made for you. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. so much easier.
1: I mean, listen, when I, I did buy it, when the Big Mac uh, secret sauce was in the grocery store and you could buy like a big ketchup-sized container <laughs> of it, like, oh, my God, I could just literally <laughs> drink this like a Gatorade.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dr. Downer
0: online, too. So...
1: <laughs> well, the uh, National Toy Hall of Fame has finally announced their three toys being inducted in this year. Light Brights going in, Masters of the Universe, and the top, the spinning top. Okay. okay. Not like a bikini top. That's a great toy, <laughs> Can never
0: get them in class, done. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the spinning top, the Masters of the Universe, and Lightbright. Okay, awesome. Lightbright was great. Mm-hmm. Was staple. They still have it now, like uh, like LED versions of it. it was
1: mm-hmm. cool. I was in a, I was in a store the other day. This is such a twelve year old thing to do. And uh, they had a. I was in the lighting section, and as you say, how great Lightbright was. It reminded me of this. I was in the lighting section, and they had this big panel set up with all different variations of light bulbs and leds and 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 the sort of things and they had the little push button to sample what the light would look okay, like all yeah. lit up i went across all of them and lit them all up <laughs> <laughs> and then this woman who worked at the store she came around and she was sorting stuff on the uh shelves. and she saw that they were all lit so she turned them all off and i just kind of walked away giggling and then I was still looking for other stuff, and I went back and I turned them all on again. <laughs> <laughs> Some little kids? <laughs> no, no, it's a grown man. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, these three top uh, gifts, uh, uh, toys, the, the, the top, the Master of the Universe and Lightbright, all going in. They joined last year's inductees, which were American Girl dolls, the board game Risk, and sand. <laughs> that was <which> still. <laughs> Bingo isn't in yet, but sand is. <laughs> you know, sand at the National Toy Hall of Fame, in years to come, people will walk through, like they do at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they look at all the toys. I would assume there is a real place that has these things. Right. They'll walk through, and they'll get to the sand section, and they'll just stare at it. And they'll think, "What the? how did this happen? It'll be much like years down the road when people look at the Trump presidency. Right. Trump's presidency... <laughs> <laughs> Much like sand. What the hell were people thinking? I read a great thing the other day. So now with the, with the loss of the midterms and all the people that he promoted, most of them not uh, getting elected, with his one term in and as badly as he's done in these midterms, like everything he's done has been a complete and utter failure in the, uh, in the history of the Republican Party. And now, of course, everybody's looking at DeSantis as the guy. So, yeah, he is, he is in the world of politics sand.
0: <laughs> well, mind you... You know, in the world of toys, uh, you know, like Trump, sand is might be the one thing we play in in adulthood, too, because... Yeah, I've been in a few bunkers <laughs> recently <laughs> along the golf course. And and like there are courses you'll go to, and you admire the sand. Mm. Like, oh, wow, that sand is really white. There's a good grain in that sand. Maybe it is a good toy. It's a lifelong toy. Well,
1: and with sand in bunkers, it's where Trump's going to f- spend most of his days now.
0: With, it's where he spent most of his presidency, yeah. too.
1: And plus his skin color, very similar <laughs> to sand. And Every now and then, when we have the opportunity... You know, sometimes life can be tough. Things get us down. We think, man, why does nothing work out for me? Why does everything fall apart on me? Well, this is an opportunity to show you that sometimes your life's pretty good. Even if you think it's really bad, somebody's got it worse than you. (laughs) Listen to this lady's story. As the plane's taking off, you notice next to you the man takes out his paper donkey bag and throws up into it. A couple seconds later, he throws him again in the donkey bag. Oh. He throws up another time. Finally, this girl in the aisle across from me notices what's happening and quickly hands me her doggy bag. And I turn over to give this to the people. I notice that his paper bag is full to the brim. Mm. The bottom of his paper bag, filled to the brim with his vomit, breaks open oh. and his vomit gushes out of the bottom all over onto his lap and unfortunately all over me and all of my stuff oh. How, how's your morning going i oh. bet better than that lady oh my god i could throw right now could you imagine this was on a 13 hour come flight come on yeah yeah obviously he was sick he had more than just uh i mean unless he couldn't handle the uh the motion of the the plane, but to throw up three or four times and then it breaks. Yeah. So if you happen to, like, have spilt your coffee this morning <laughs> or your kid had an extra dirty diaper, oh, gross. Like, what do you do? You're stuck sitting in it for 13 hours or however long the flight is. You look,
0: you've you got to complain. And at the 13 hours, yeah. they, they, there's probably somewhere on that plane some, like, exclusive business class Or those nice little bunks or something like that. something, yeah. You see, if you can, if there's an empty one, you need an upgrade (laughs) to that. (laughs) So you're, mind you, like, the dude who's sick in the middle of the plane, Mm. they're probably going to give that to him. He he probably needs a doctor. Yes, he does.
1: Uh, not good. So, yeah, look, if if you, if you burnt your toast this morning, boo hoo on you. This poor woman had to sit and vomit for 13 hours. Rock mornings with With Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9, The Rock.